everyone. It's April, and Tony is back this week, although she's still being the jet setter that she's turning out to be here. She's been in North Carolina. She's been in California. And now she's on her way to Philadelphia, but she is with us today. Hi, Tony. Yeah. Hello there. How are you? Oh, we're all good. We're glad you're back. We're really glad you're yes. back. Um, yeah, well, I'm done traveling. Right after this well, wedding. Tony and I met up. Tony and I... Go ahead. No, I... After this wedding that we're traveling to in Philly, I'm done traveling for the year. But I must say, April drove up to Palm Springs, and we played our yearly game of Scrabble. And guess who won? (laughs) Uh Yeah, well... We drove down there because I wanted her to meet, you know, Guinness in his new body. And he stole the show. He played Scrabble with us. I have some pictures where it looks like he's really playing and examining the board. Um, Oh, yeah. It was a fun, fun time. Um, I wish it could have been longer. I wish he lived out here or I lived there because we have such a good time. When we're hanging oh, out, we and it gets vicious, as we told you, with the, the Scrabble game, we get vicious. And my oh, problem is, is that I don't have anyone to practice with. No one will play Scrabble with me. Oh, boo-hoo. And- boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So I have to enlist some friends to help me practice this so I get better at it. Because Tony, I believe, you know, she has family and friends that play Scrabble with her a lot, I believe. And so therefore she is much more expert at it than I am. So but I'm getting better. I wasn't so far behind that it was embarrassing this year. (laughs) You did very well. You you did very well. Yes. And Guinness had a wonderful time. It was his first long road trip. And I got to meet Guinness. And I will yes, tell he you, was so, yes. it is Guinness. It is Guinness. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The mannerisms, the way he looks at you, the way he looks at me. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. For sure. He now has a new body. That body he's in is only about a year and a half, two years old. So he runs around like a little maniac because he can. And he just, you know... He did fall asleep on the way home when I drove home with Tony. He was out like a light because it was such an oh, exciting day. Oh, I bet he was. It was. It was. I mean, I held him for a long time. He fell asleep in my lap. It was great. Absolutely. And everybody else on the plantation here is good. And I'm, you know, just... Now we're going to slide into the holidays, like really smoothly into the holidays, which I love. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I'm, I'm going to go get Veronica, because, you know, she is oh, the star okay. of the show. <laughs> you can okay. go say hi to everybody. Okay. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. And, yes, Guinness is Guinness, that's for sure. And we had a wonderful visit. And... um what can I say? 
April did very well in Scrabble, um, but unfortunately she didn't. But we got great questions, and I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, good day to you. We are here. Good, good. Well, our first question is coming from Perry. When people pass through a time portal, such as the Bermuda Triangle, and come out on the other side, do they continue with their lives but in another time here on Earth? Well, the Bermuda Triangle is one of the famous vortexes. It's more famous for the most because there's been a lot of activity with it, and it is rather large. If somebody were to go through that, you would end up in another dimensional space, not necessarily on Earth. Um, But if it was on Earth, you would continue. You would still know yourself. You would still be who you are but you would be in another dimensional space, which could have a time element to it. So it's all very complicated, um, this, what we're talking about here. It, the Bermuda Triangle has been in existence for a long time. Many people know what it is. Scientists have tried to describe it and tried to define it in some way. And when you have a vortex, sometimes linear words aren't adequate to you know, describe it. And that's what goes on, especially with the Bermuda Triangle. And if you go through into another dimensional space, that means you will no longer be in this dimensional space. But you do continue as yourself, and you do continue to live out the life, but different circumstances, a different stage, a different set, a different you know place to enact what you're here to do. It's all very complicated. We're giving you the bare bones because if we got into a lengthy, intricate conversation about it, we'd be here for a while. In this form, is not adequate time to do that. But what we have given you today, we want you to think about because it is something that should be thought about. Okay. Our next question is coming from Myrna. Turn back to source and all that is and behave correctly with each other? Well, the world has been what it is. The earth, the planet earth, the earth plane has been what it is for eons, thousands and thousands of years. If you look back through history, you will see a lot of difficulty, strife, anger, fighting. Kind of like what you got going on right now. So... To say that we were going to turn back to source and behave correctly with each other, that's not really the history of the planet Earth, unfortunately. So we don't predict, but we do think that as one cleans up one's reality, it can be very messy. And it's important for those like yourself, Myrna, and others to keep the focus upon returning to source and all that is, that that beautiful energy. All of you should be in line thinking about that and not focusing so much on the stuff that's not going so great. The planet Earth doesn't have the greatest track record 
for harmony. There's always been fighting. There's always been disagreements. There's always been people doing what they shouldn't be doing and treating each other poorly. That's pretty much if you look at any culture back through history, it would be difficult to find the harmony that you're asking for here. But we do think that there's a probability that it can be available. And maybe right now if you look around and you see a big old mess, maybe that's the cleanup in action. So we would say to all of you, stay focused on returning to source. Stay focused upon giving all that is a big hug and have it give you a big hug. Stay focused there. And don't let yourself slip into the melancholy sadness of what is going on. Because there is opportunity maybe to change history and have this be a better time of it. So can't predict, but the probability is strong. Okay, our next question is coming from Pat. Will a soul who has crossed over await until all of his parallel lives are over before embarking on the next choice? Yes. A soul that has crossed over, and if they have some parallel lives that are finishing up, they will wait for that. But it's not a linear experience. It's not about time. It's just allowing the finishing up to occur. You do not move on to another um, participation or incarnation until your parallel lives conclude with you. And sometimes your parallel lives will last a little longer than you. So once you're in the eternal, those things expedite a bit, finish up, and it all comes together so that you can make your decision on where you want to go next. But you do not go leaving sort of a messy thing behind with parallel lives sort of all over the place. All of that is cleaned up and sort of moves back into a you energetically so that you can take all the good information with you. And then you will move on to make another choice. Okay, our next question is coming from Susan. My mom is 91 years old and is in a memory ward in a system living center. She talks of people from her mom's side of the family visiting from the other side. Is this like a deathbed vision or is this dementia? Well, we don't have a standard answer that would apply to everyone there. But we'd say, you, Susan, your mom is 91 years old. As one ages, it depends upon your genetics, your DNA, other experiences, whether or not you are starting to see things from the other side um, while still in the body that you're in. For your mother... We'd say that this is more like a dementia moment because she's not really on her deathbed, but the visions will get stronger as she gets closer to making the cross. And a lot of times those with dementia do cross over and meet up with other energies on the other side. It's their way of coping with what comes next, and it gives a lot of them comfort to be able to talk to somebody who's over on the other side. So it's not a bad thing, but as one moves to coming out of the linear dense reality, you start seeing things that weren't there before. And that's what's going on with your mom. It's not a deathbed thing, although 
a deathbed moment is probably the most vivid of experiences for someone who's crossing. But right now your mom is not near that. But we would say it's sort of a dementia moment. The brain starts becoming more eternal than it is linear. And a scientist would say, oh, well, the brain is deteriorating. But the physical brain may be, but your memories and you as an energy is having, you know, the same experience. And it is a dementia moment. But dementia, it's not good for when you're in the linear, but crossing over, it can be helpful. So your mom is having that moment, not on her deathbed. And it's giving her comfort to see these people and to maybe even have a little conversation with them. She is trying to sort of pave the way of it being a delightful experience instead of a fearful one. She was a little confused about that, but she's not now. And now that she knows that she's merely going to walk into another room of existence, it gives her comfort. So let her have it. All right, Veronica. Um that was our last question. If you want to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be wonderful. All right. Okay. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. And as always, we have great questions and interesting questions for sure. And I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. Don't be shy. Um, we'll get your question on the air as soon as we can. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Today we yeah. like your existence. All of you have gone through the birth process, and some of you are approaching the transitionary process. You have to remember that life is precious, and as you come through it, even if you're having a bad experience, you have to admit it's, it's quite a complex creation that you all have put together here. So decide that you're going to participate in it to the fullest. Decide that you're going to not only think about the linear aspects of your day, but you're going to think about the energetic aspects of your day. Because the energetic part, it's the part that you take with you every time, like a suitcase. All of your memories, all of your thoughts go with you from life to life to life. And we know all of you spend a great deal of time trying to figure out linear reality. And trust us, we know that sometimes it's not the, not the best scenario to be in. But you can cope with things being a little offsetting in the linear, but also energetically with your soulful energy and participating in all of the other experiences that you've had. Open up your consciousness to accept all kinds of things because the linear reality you are in is one of thousands. And a lot of those other linear realities are different. But bringing the eternal moment into it is something that you can count on to be there once you cross out of this current body that you're in. So make it a practice, not only to take care of yourself linearly, but to take care of yourself eternally. Do good things for yourself and participate with your energy with a clear mind and realize that everything that you're doing will go with you. And expand your awareness to include the eternal 
with everything you do. It will make transition easier. It will make your awareness of yourself better. And it will also allow you to tap into all of that energy that you could linearly have in the past that sort of stored away. Now you can go back into it and look at the past lives, look at the past experiences, and it will give more clarity and color to the current one you're having. So we'd say today, take care of your linear self. However, include your eternal self as well because that is who you really are. What you're doing now is a representation of the things you want to learn. So decide that you're going to also nurture the soul in you because there is where your real strength lies. And it can help you with the linear as well. So every day when you wake up, comb your hair, brush your teeth, put on your clothes and go about your day. Also, acknowledge your soulful presence. Acknowledge all the other things that you've done. Acknowledge the fact that you're way more than just this linear person looking at your back at you at the mirror. A beautiful thing. And that is something that will help you, especially when things are a little bit muddy in the linear reality. Going to your soulful, eternal self can be of great comfort. So decide to start taking care of yourself soulfully just as much as you do linearly and see what happens. Well, thank you, Veronica. That was a beautiful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today, and we'll be back with you with more questions next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. 